What? Three episodes a month? That's right. I'm back with a new episode of Cosplay Bites, the show all about cosplays and conventions and all that good stuff. Um, Available to stream on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes. If you guys want to give me a rate and review, that'd be super helpful for the show. And you can also support it uh, directly through Anchor or my Patreon, which is free. And you get sweet rewards if you join it. But anyway, enough of that. Um, today's episode, I have the ever so lovely Leah Stevo. Where? Oh my god, you're kidding. Wait, I who's am? that? Who's that? Who? I, I believe that's you. Literally who? I have no idea. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Hi, how are how? you? I'm fabulous. How are you doing, hon? Oh, fantastic, baby. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I'm really sorry because um, I'm getting over a little bit of a cold flu thing. So if I sound weird, um, I'm really sorry. I, I normally have a very sultry, wonderful, attractive voice. So just pretend that this I sound really true. great. Okay. This is true. Her voice is very attractive. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm sure people won't mind it. Um, <laughs> So before we get into the main topic, uh, just a quick going over um, for a current blog post, you can look at my blog. I've got, I mean, I pretty much ran over this for the past couple of episodes. So sorry about that. It sounds redundant, but I got, um, you can look at all my struck first post on the mythic overwatch group that debuted at Katsukon. Yes. Uh, JC Cosplay as Victorian Jolteon. I Yay! just wrapped up and scheduled posts for uh, my buddy Itioru and his Nero from Devil May Cry 5. Uh, Kiss the Frog Cosplay's Tiana. Oki Cosby's Armored Mirror and all that good stuff. And then as far as upcoming cons go, um, again, future episodes, you're going to hear me saying the same thing. It's New York. That's my last con of the year unless something else pops up <laughs> dragon con <laughs> dragon <coughs> con <coughs> oh sorry i'm sick you know dragon yeah con. I, okay maybe maybe if, if things <laughs> go up i don't know if you're forcing me to come meet you early then i guess i'm meet totally you early. forcing you i'm sorry go ahead sorry i'm just gonna sit here <laughs> um so yeah let's first talk about Right. All right. So, first off, let's talk about you, Leah. Oh no. So Leah no. is. Can a we not? Super, <laughs> she's a super attractive cosplayer who I found probably. <laughs> if, any, if anyone has been into cosplay over the last couple of months, probably have seen her blow up through her amazing creation that is star guardian ergot oh my child initially yeah my big fat child ergot yes yeah initially a disgusting monster in league of legends but then she decided <laughs> to give her the magical girl treatment with the star guardian skin so Yay! yeah that was so fun to make like i i'll say i mean i'll play favorites right now that is my favorite build that i have ever done um, it pushed me to my limit in every possible way, physically, mentally, um, psychologically. It's just something that I wanted to happen because I, Ergot was like my 
first character that I played in in League of Legends. He's my first champion. Oh, and right. I picked him because he looked cool. I was like, hey, that guy looks kind of weird. I'm gonna pick him. <laughs> and uh, you know, he over the over the years he got this rep as being like a, a really unpopular character, both in in lore and actually in the in meta, like during gameplay. Right. So nobody ever liked him. And I, I kind of identify with that. <laughs> like <laughs> as somebody I mean dude I I went through high school. It wasn't fun. I got bullied and uh, I was kind of ignored and I just kind of, it resonated with me. You know, I was like, Hey, I, I feel what this guy's going through, but I'm going to, you know, I have the power. I'm going to design something beautiful for him that he deserves. And I felt like he really deserved to be a star guardian. So yeah. I went ahead and did that and it was fun. It was so fun. It was so exhausting, but um, I can't wait to bust him out again. Yeah. I don't know yeah, where I'm going to bring him. You debuted him at Anime Expo, if I remember yeah. correctly, and yeah. her other cosplays have been a couple of Elder Scrolls ones, if I'm right. Uh, yes, yeah, I've done um, I've done one Elder Scrolls. I've done my my favorite uh, armor set, the Daedric armor, which yeah, got me one. into cosplay in the first place because I saw that armor when I was playing Skyrim, and I'm like, oh my god, I need that in my life for real. Yeah, and then so, yeah. At BlizzCon that year, you did your Windy Shire Barbarian, which was just a whole epic yeah. mess of colors and cupcakes and <laughs> pleasure to my eyes. That was exactly <laughs> what I was going for. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I wanted out of that. I just wanted it to be a giant, like, barf ball of color and, and glitter and barbarian. So I think mission accomplished, don't you? Oh, yeah. 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 I wrote about it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm still working on it, though. Um, I want to bring it again uh, to BlizzCon uh, this coming year. I want to make some changes to it, because I feel like it wasn't quite fully baked, if you know what I mean. Right. That was a pun, because of cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ha, <laughs> 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 um, But I cool. want to add some more to it, so... Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine-tuning it and probably bringing it out again this year. All right. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. Um, yeah, so Leah makes some awesome builds. She is secretly my waifu, and yeah, I just adore this lady ton. So, Aww. now let's get, into the, <laughs> let's get into the main topic, which was Emerald City Comic Con. This was a con <gasps> that you, guess, you guessed it at this? Um, I was invited um, as a pro. I wasn't a guest. Um, I didn't have a panel or anything, but I did oh, okay. have like a pro badge, so I got to kind of walk around and and I guess like be a pro, which wasn't really any different than being an attendee. Um, I just had a different color badge, <laughs> which is kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. It was pink, and my favorite color is pink, so I was like, okay. hey. Um, but yeah, it, it was so fun. Oh my gosh. Um, it was my first time going. Uh, I had never been to Seattle before and um, it, it was magical. It, it was really, really magical. Um, the energy was absolutely spectacular and the, um, uh, the scenery, it was beautiful out, you know, everything kind of fell into place. The weather was gorgeous, which I, I heard that it wasn't really a, um, uh, something typical of Seattle, especially early March. Um, usually it rains, but that weekend it was super sunny and the temperature was perfect. So 
um, it, it was magical and it was like just a really great um, four day experience for people who like everything. I mean, there's yeah. something for everybody there. It was like video games, comic books, movies, podcasts. I mean, it was just, oh gosh, it felt like, um, and I know you haven't been yet, but it felt like Dragon Con, but with more families. And oh, okay. Dragon Con is kind of like this outlying magical experience that, that pulls together everybody who's a fan of anything. You you will find a family at Dragon Con. And that's kind of how I felt at Emerald City. But it was really cool because it was um, a lot of kids that were out and a lot of young kids that were just like dressing up and they were showing off their cosplays that they made themselves or they had their parents help them with and they were just rocking it. And it it was so cool to see like um, cosplayers that were like, you know, tiny. Yeah. (laughs) It was so good. Like they were were all fangirling uh, over all the tiny kids. God, yeah. I I mean nothing makes me happier than seeing kids that that love um you know love their their character as much as like myself or just enough to where they they want to actually like you know wear the costume and be the character and um it just oh it's so uplifting it was so invigorating and yeah. I'm definitely going again because I'm hooked like I'm hooked on that feeling now I'm like I gotta go back it's magical. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now one of my top cons. Like I have like a, a top oh, wow. three that I don't miss, and I think Emerald City is definitely one of them now. So yeah, yeah it was so fun. Oh, I could talk forever about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's that's why we're here. I yeah. mean, I, I want you to talk about it more. So um, oh uh, yeah, of course. So it was mainly a comic convention. It, it um, is primarily comics, um, but they they did have uh, one of the reasons that I went was for the uh, Critical Role panel um, that they had. And I'm a huge fan of Critical Role. And I don't know if you listen to it or if you watch it on Twitch or what have you, but um, it's just a, a D&D game that's played by professional voice actors. And um, yeah, yeah, Matt it's Mercer's, amazing. Yeah, Matt Mercer's part of it. Um, yeah. I, mean, I remember... Hooked, yeah, I remember... I remember... Oh, that... Not- I didn't watch it. Well, I watched part of it, but I remember it was part of it. And, um, sorry. Um, it was when World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth was just coming out. Yeah. And they got freaking Terry Crews to come on the show. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. This is awesome. And he was so good. He, he was, was so into it. Like, I, I think he played, like, that. an orc or something. He I did play an orc, yeah. 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 Um, but it's something that has really captured me because of the storytelling and the imagery um, without there being an actual, like, you know, I mean, they're coming out with the, the animated series, which I'm so excited for. Like, congratulations. Yeah, yeah I've been seeing that a lot. Like, all the Kickstarter they're doing, yeah. like, all the success they're having. Yeah, it's great. But what really blew me away um, that I didn't expect was the cosplay from Critical Role that was literally everywhere in emerald city i would say it was like as as numerous as a, a deadpool or a harley really Quinn. there was deadpools there was harley quinns and there was like jesters and it was it was crazy because they were did all they, so good did they have like a vendor there as well or they did did they just have like several panels um there was a there was the critical role panel and then i think um uh, one of the vendors was there, Wormwood, who does like all the you know the wooden tabletop stuff, like all the dice boxes and stuff like that. They were there. Interesting. Um, 
but yeah, it was really great to see how much how much love and passion um, was shared for these characters that don't necessarily have like a, um, a, a an outward appearance. They're just described by by Matt and uh, and the players, and they're put together beautifully. And you know, just from like. Um, watching the show, you just know, like, oh my gosh, that's Jester, or oh, that's Ford, or oh, that's Molly Mock, or whatever. So that surprised me because I I didn't realize how big Critical Role really was until I went uh, to Emerald City and I I got to kind of share and and geek out with other people and it, it was so exciting. It, it just yeah. kind of reminded me like why I do this and just to like meet people that have the same interests as you. It's like, hey, you yeah. like Critical Role? I do too. Let's be best friends. That's so great. Now I have new like besties. A, yeah. So now I have like a thousand new best friends. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, either that area was a sweet spot for Critical Role fans or maybe they just all went to, to see Critical Role like that many people probably. Yeah. Um, and, and they're going to be at a Denver Pop Culture Con also uh, coming up pretty soon. So I'm, I'm still debating. I don't know if I'll be able to make that one, but right. Um, it's just cool to see something so cool, um, something like D and D that normally doesn't get the um, the exposure and, and the mainstream appreciation finally become something that everyone can bond over. Yeah, which I love. It makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you bring any cosplay to that event? Oh yes, honey. Oh yes, I did. I brought um, my newest one, which I am uh, probably my second favorite because it was so comfortable. And that was my cuddle team leader from Fortnite. And I love that skin so much. Um, I had to make it for myself because it's like this big deranged pink uh, teddy bear with like the most disturbing expression on its face and uh, yeah. she has a she has a giant um, unicorn pick that has like a light up horn and I just love it it was just it was me you know it was just all me I saw it in the game and I'm like that's me I need to this wear is that you. <laughs> and this is it was Steve-O's incarnation yeah. <laughs> it really it really is and um, it was even more fun because of course like the kids that went um, I don't think you'll meet any kid that's like eight years old that hasn't played Fortnite, and even if they haven't they all know i swear to god they all know every single Fortnite dance especially like, yeah them. especially within the past year with ninja and Fortnite blowing up to the yeah. monster that it had you kind of oh yeah with all the kids dressing up in, in other costumes yeah i'm sure you had a bunch coming up to you oh it was hilarious were. and uh, i couldn't really see because i mean that bear head um is so hard to see out of but i would just feel like i would kind of look down and i see the tops of these little heads and they're all like doing like the floss or orange justice and they're just like rocking out <laughs> and i'm just like i don't know how many of you are there but i love you all this is so freaking cool <laughs> and they just run up to you they don't even ask they just run up to you and they start dancing and then you dance back and then like you know you make their day so it, it was so cool to, to oh see that and, and get to to interact with um with with kids like that they they love fortnite i love fortnite i mean say what you will about the game i think it's really fun so <laughs> i mean i'll be making more from it too I, that's not my last fortnite build for okay sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never played the game because I just can't find friends to play with. And oh, you should play with me, dude. Let's play on Xbox. I don't have an Xbox. Well, then get one. You have a job. Go get one. I, I, <laughs> I, I, 
No. Do you play? Do you, uh, do you play games on PC or are your your PlayStation? Huh. PlayStation and Switch. And so I have a Switch. Oh, let's play on the Switch. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll get your information later. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll, we'll play. Don't worry. Yeah, um, you'll, you'll we'll both be terrible together. You'll probably be really good. I'm really bad, but no, it's I'll like, probably be horrible. I mean, okay, good. Then we're gonna be horrible together. <laughs> yeah, you teach me the ropes, and we'll frolic. I don't think I'm somebody you want to learn from. <laughs> yeah. I'll teach you all the dance moves. How about that? Sure. Oh, okay. All right. Fortnite <laughs> plan. Um, planned. But yeah. Um. Other than Cuddle Team Leader, I also brought out uh my boy Reaper, uh Malfiel Reaper. That yep. I brought to BlizzCon and DragonCon, and that was really fun because I got to bring it to um, a whole new crop of, of folks that I had never met before, and they got to see it in person. And I, I was like, people were approaching me. They're like, "Oh, I saw this online. I didn't get to see it in person." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea." Um, but it was really well received, and it was fun. Um, it, it, it also was important to me because this is the first time that I actually flew on a plane with my armor and I'm really, really, really protective of my, my builds because they're like my children, you know, they're all yeah. expensive. I, I spend like, you know, every cent of my, my free spending money on them and I want them to be in good hands. And so I finally was like, okay, I'm going to fly with them and see what happens. And they were handled wonderfully and there was no mishaps or breakage or anything. Oh, that's good. Um, so thank you Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> they were so nice to my, to my luggage. Thank you. Um, and I, I got to uh, enjoy, um, you know, wearing my cosplay in a place that I normally would never get to because I can't drive to Seattle. You know, I mean, I ugh, right. that's a long drive. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I didn't have the time, but flying worked. So, yeah, and it was that great. Worked. It was great to wear Reaper. It was great to wear Cuddle Team Leader. And I can't wait to come back. I'll, I'll have some new stuff next year. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and then um, before we recorded, we yeah. were chatting, and you mentioned BlizzCon. We're going to try to make that, and then DragonCon. But, yes. but yeah, so here's an interesting question before we get into that. Um, oh, yeah, sure. The last episode that I have with Sophie, one of the questions I asked was how, you know, cosplayers, they go to cons throughout the year, and mm -hmm. some of them will be like, okay, I got this con, I got this con, but then this con, oh, this con, this is my, <laughs> this is my con, this is where I bring out the big stuff, mm -hmm. all that, stuff. so like, so like for me, that's always New York, because it's my favorite con that I go to every year, and arguably the last one I go to usually every year, Yeah, unless, of I, stop, unless I stop by the one in my own home state, but right. um, like some people, will have uh, BlizzCon be their con where they bust out the big gun. Yeah. Some some weirdly, they get it over with at CastuCon because that's also where all the big stuff comes in from like all around the country. So I'm curious, is BlizzCon <laughs> your big con or is it DragonCon? Oh, that's a tough question. Oh my God. Now I have to choose. Okay. I will be, I'll choose. Um, I will say, uh, with confidence that my big guns are saved for dragon con because, and I'll say this because um, it's such a, a diverse convention and I, I love BlizzCon with all my heart. I mean, I, I can't choose 
if I love one more than the other, I love them both equally, but Dragon Con has this element of innovation to it. And it's like traditional where it's not like um, the attitude that, that I, I go in with and that I see my friends go in with, it's not like um, show me a cool cosplay. It's show me something new. Show me something new. Show me something creative, and that's where people really flex their 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 mashup skills and their their creativity with materials. And you'll see things that you will never see anywhere else. Um, really cool, like mashups and and just original characters. And you don't really see a lot of that at BlizzCon. You still see it. But that's what I live for because I think that's what cosplay, the real power of cosplay is, is the fact that we have the power as creators to make these things um, come to life, like in our reality, things that we can touch. And we have the power to make them however we want. We don't have to make them an exact duplicate of what we see on a screen. We can do it and it looks amazing and it's so cool to have it. But we also have this power as human beings to take it further and push these uh, designs. And, I mean, that's kind of what you see at BlizzCon with the, the Zach Fisher, like, Knights of the Ebon Blade. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was so cool to see. I got to see that in person, and, like, my heart stopped. Because, oh, yeah? Yeah, and that, were that's you, why. Um, were no. you offered to be a part of it? I wasn't. I actually no. I I uh, I emailed Zach or I messaged Zach on Instagram and I was like, "Can I be like a, a Ebon Blade trash can?" And I was gonna make like a really pointy like you know trash can, but he never responded. So I'm sorry, Zach. I, I tried. <laughs> Maybe next. <time. laughs> I w- I wanted to like add to like the scenery. You know, everyone's already gonna have like awesome armor. I yeah. wanted to. Like, be uh like or, or the mailbox or something or like a, a really cool like metal bush i don't know right i wanted to be part of it but i also like i didn't really have time so yeah. i'm hoping i'm hoping to to um to join uh next time but that was really cool to see because it was so innovative and uh uh seeing the the reimagining of all those characters was just like that's what Dragon Con is for me, like every year, and that's why it's really hard for me to pick. It's, yeah, just, it's just mashup cosplay galore. It really is, and um, it's just such a a welcoming atmosphere. Like you, um, the second you walk in, you're among friends, and right. I feel that with BlizzCon also, but Dragon Con especially. Um, it, it's just it's a much more social. It, it's more. Um, accommodating for just like you know casual socializing and getting to know people and and hanging out and being stupid and i love that i love it so much (laughs) and it's like five days long now i think i mean they added another yeah so it's like a whole week of of geeking out about everything and discovering new fandoms that's why dragon con has my heart forever i can't wait to go this year okay you better go too you better go We'll, we'll talk afterwards. We'll talk <laughs> afterwards. We'll talk afterwards. Uh, yeah, you, you um, can you can hide in my luggage. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, <laughs> sure. I was gonna ask, like, did you? Could I sweep in your hotel room or? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, mean, I have to get a hotel room first. Well, yeah. Well, duh, duh. Yeah. And well, that's well, the tough thing is because Dragon Con hotel rooms. I mean, it's like the Hunger Games every year. It, it's literally called that. You know, the Hunger the the hotel room games or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's I believe it. 
So um, um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk later. Um, yeah, we'll talk for sure. So the other part of this episode that I wanted to talk about was um, going through your outfits. Um, like you talked about them extensively, wonderfully, which I love to hear. Um, but what what makes I make, a character? I make good words. You make good words. <laughs> what makes a character pop? That will be what makes you, Leah Stevo, decide on. Oh, I want to copy this character. Oh, this character, like, like, what does a character have to have in order for you to cosplay it? That is such a good question. Oh, James, you're killing it. Um, <laughs> what? That's a real. I know. I've never really asked myself that. Um, what? Like, what makes you decide? Yeah, it's um, not necessarily characters, but if if the um, if the armor or the character is is unique and resonates with me, either by like, hey, I relate to that character. Like, I really relate to Cuddle Team Leader because it's just a demented teddy bear, and I think <laughs> inside it's really all I am. So, <laughs> um, but there are characters that I've done, um, like Eris uh, uh, Morn from Destiny and uh elder maxton from fallout 4 um i was so drawn to them because they are these flawed um they're these flawed beautifully written characters that i fell in love with and that are in this very like morally gray area um and i love that i love characters that have um that, that aren't just like, you know, the lawful good or the, you know, the chaotic new or chaotic evil or whatever. I, I like characters that are well-developed and relatable to me. And um, I, I, I was drawn to them in such a way that I was like, gosh, I really want to, to build them and show yeah. them. I didn't just want to wear their costume. Like I wanted to actually like show my love for them in, in yeah. a way that, you know, I wanted to build them and bring them into this world and actually like, you know, bring them into our reality. Um, especially Eris Morn uh, from Destiny. Like she doesn't really have anything going on in Destiny 2. And I feel bad because I think she was one of my favorite characters, but um, I love her and I can't wait to see her again because I love Destiny so much. Right. Um, but yeah, so if the character is something or someone that I um, I kind of either sympathize with or I have empathy for or that I relate to in some way. Because, um, you know, we all have our, our life story and we all have been yeah. through shit. We've all been through hell and we're still here. And um, there are characters that, that really um, emulate uh, similar aspects of, of my journey that I just instantly latch on to like i love you you're awesome right <laughs> um, right <laughs> kind of like ergot like back back when i was talking about ergot like i was bullied really bad in in high school middle school and um uh the best case scenario every day was me being completely ignored like that's all i could really hope for yeah and uh so with ergot like i i saw a little bit of myself in that like he wasn't really someone or like a champion that people wanted to play or interact with and i wanted to give him like a happy ending i wanted to give him like a, a makeover i don't know yeah i wanted to give him like a cinderella moment 
Um, <laughs> which is kind of like why I cosplay because I feel like I'm Cinderella every time. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. That's but a- yeah, that, that's that's what uh, that that's why I'm drawn to characters, and, and the next two that I'm doing um, are actually. Uh, I'm doing uh, Protectron from Fallout 4, which is a full, whole-ass robot, which I'm really excited for. Okay. Because uh, I love Protectrons. Have you ever played Fallout? Like, are you familiar with the Fallout universe? I mean, I know what Fallout is. I've never played it because okay. even, though, even though I know that it's basically Skyrim, but post-apocalyptic, <laughs> I am I will be honest, I am more of a fantasy boy, so... I'm kind of I'm kind of turned off by the whole end of the world post-apocalyptic vibe to it, but I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm aware of it. But I mean, like, I get it. Um, I'm a fantasy boy. <laughs> I'm a fantasy girl too. Like Skyrim was like I mean, it still is like you know my my one true love. But Fallout has a beauty to it that um, really changed my mind. So I recommend giving it a shot. Fallout 4, maybe Fallout New Vegas. Um, I- I'm in the same boat you were, or I was in the same boat that you are, and I I am fantasy through and through. But Fallout is one of my favorite series now because of um, how different it is from like what you would expect from the apocalyptic um, genre. I guess. Oh really? Oh yeah. I, huh. I don't want to give it away because I want you to experience the same way I did, just going in blind and like playing it. <laughs> like, okay, what is this about? Why does everybody tell me to play Fallout? And then like a few months later, like, oh my god, I have to build every single character from this game. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, man. but uh but yeah, like uh the Protectron especially is this just really um really adorable robot and i mean they're they're just adorable and i'm, I'm gonna make one it's my favorite robot ever of all time so i'm building one because i want to have okay. one in my house <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the next one for blizzcon um i'm doing a passion project that i've wanted to do for a really long time um i'll be making a death maiden from diablo 3 and Ooh. I love the Death Maidens because they're so creepy looking. And they're they're both, like, really creepy and very graceful and just very, like, uh, intimidating. So uh, I want to see what I can do uh, with my own design, um, which oh, is great. the hard part is, like, designing my own version of one. So that that's the part I'm stuck on right now. But um, I'll be finishing that up and then building that for BlizzCon. Yay. Sweet. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna love the shit out of both of them. You know that. Oh, I hope so. I, th- <laughs> I think yeah, I think you'll like both of them, especially if you like fantasy. You like my Death Maiden. Oh yeah, no, I I've at least played Diablo three. I'm aware of Diablo, so. Oh good. Okay, because that's that's my other like favorite series. I have a lot of favorites. Can you tell? Doesn't everybody have a lot of favorites? <laughs> I got a lot of favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I I echo that whole relating to a character. <laughs> deal i mean that is one key reason that most cosplayers do pick a character from yeah, to cosplay as. so i like nightwing for me oh just man. some of the, just some of the stuff that he's been through i kind of relate to that especially in his recent comics um yeah right riku i guess is he's just a total edgelord but Kind of like a, he's kind of like a badass like now, especially like after he overcame the darkness, right, and whatnot. Right. And um, I mean Aquaman been such a goddamn delight in the comics. <laughs> I mean I I dropped it because of the new um 
creator that stepped on. Uh -huh. But I mean, like, I just enjoyed Aquaman so much since I first started reading him through the Brightest Day event. And then, nice. of course, um, Jason Momoa did a phenomenal job as the character oh, in the movie. And, like, the Aquaman movie was, like, everything I could have wanted from an Aquaman movie. <laughs> like, oh, that I, makes so happy to hear. I loved it so yeah. much. There's always a risk of like you loving a character and then you are so hyped for the movie and yeah. you watch it and it's like, what the fuck did you do to him? <laughs> yeah, no, the, the casting was yeah. great. I mean, um, you had what's his name? It, it's um Norman Osborne from the Spider Man. Oh, oh it's Spider Man. Yeah. It's um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is um, it Dennis Leary? No, it's not Dennis no. Leary. Uh, God, uh, no, not Steve Buscemi. Oh my gosh, not Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is like, no, it's Steve Buscemi. Um, shit, I'm blanking out. I swear, like, we're gonna find his name, we're gonna realize his name at the end of this, but like, him as Volko, and then like, freaking Dolph Lundgren as Mara's dad was awesome. Oh, and I also want to marry Amber Heard, oh, please. Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe, that's it, that's ah! it. Yeah. I totally didn't just look that up. I yeah. just pulled it from the powers. I of <laughs> but yeah, that, that whole movie was just awesome. I'm excited for whatever the hell the sequel is going to be. And um, yeah, oh, and um, Prompto from Final Fantasy 15 yes. really hit me hard oh. as a character through like being an outcast and yeah. not really being wanted by his friends and finding a new group of friends. Right. With, with the uh, three other bros and yeah, right. And that's that's kind of how I felt with the cosplay community because like you all become like a second family to me. So oh, I totally yeah. agree. like you. You guys are my family, and in right. a way, I feel. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I can entrust people like you, people like my my cosplay friends, community with uh, me being myself and and not feeling like uh, I'm. I'm weird or whatever. Like we're all weird, you know. Yeah. Like we're all like a bunch of nerds, and I love it because I get to be yeah. myself, and <laughs> it's it's great. It's really great, and yeah, that's why I continue to do it. But I totally, yeah. um, it's just having that or resonating with that character that, um, it's just so special, you know. It's right. so special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. What are you gonna cosplay next? Uh, I mean, I have Kingdom Hearts 3 Riku basically here. Like, I bought oh, cool. it. Right on. So, like, the outfit and the and the key, you can kind of see in the back. Yeah, I saw it. Maybe. Saw it. Oh, you, oh. you saw it earlier, of course. I totally saw um, it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to bring him and probably Prompto, because Prompto is so goddamn easy and comfortable to wear. Right. And for that's New York. Dude, I okay. I wore Cuddle Team Leader, and it was the most comfortable costume I've ever worn because it's literally like a bodysuit. And that, I mean, say what you will about like big, elaborate armor builds, but they are hell on the body. And I think people, no, yeah, they I, are. They hurt. Like my most my most cumbersome cosplay, I think, would have to be my Wolf of Donald Good Drinker because I had my dad be my handler essentially <laughs> carrying yeah. my bag because. Like, <laughs> I had the massive breastplate because I had a, the Gajinka designed uh -huh. by um, Eli 
Renee, um, who the fabulous cosplayer and uh, Kigurumi make uh, maker. But, oh. um, yeah, she designed it for me, and um, I wore it. It was based based off of his um, Smash Brothers uh, brawl design, which oh, was fabulous yeah. to wear. But uh, yeah, uh, other than that, and probably some other like uh, my Aquaman and my armored Nightwing, like I much prefer <laughs> uh, comfy cosplay now. Same, and I just. I I feel for people who are like, hey, I've never cosplayed before, but I want to build like a full Iron Man suit. What should I do? And I'm like, well, first, just please uh, get your get your cardio, uh, get your cardio up and <laughs> <laughs> get your endurance up and hydrate because that shit will wear you out so fast. And they come up yeah. to me and they're like, oh, you know, I'll have like commissions that I'll do. And um, like I, I made I made some full armor commissions for people and they write me and they're like, oh, my God, like I, I can't wear this. It's too heavy. And I'm just like, dude, I, I know. Trust me. Like I get I it. Know. I feel your pain. Like seriously, that's part of the thing that you have to be able to, to like sacrifice your body right. for the, the glory of the character. So we yeah. make sacrifices, damn it. Like it's not it's yeah. not like dress up. It's like a it's a full ass job and literal hard. sweat, blood, and tears, people. Literally, yeah. Yeah, literally. But um yeah, no, I I am now really hoping that I fall in love with a character in like a, a jumpsuit or like a onesie because I want to play I want that one day for every con just to like be comfortable and, and be oh, able yeah. to enjoy everything, the sights and not have to sweat my balls off, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um this next part I'm gonna let you choose. Oh, um, shoot. Okay. so we can either talk Ooh. about Ooh. a franchise which you really love the design of or this other part, which I've labeled as teach a technique, so we could basically talk about like your favorite part of cosplay making <gasps> and like some tips and tricks that you've learned or something related <gasps> to it. I don't know. Yeah, Dude, we gotta have we gotta have a whole different episode for that last question because I can talk for days about like tips and tricks and all right. One thing I love is um, is teaching. Uh, people and and seeing their faces when they realize like how easy it is to actually make <laughs> stuff. Um, and one of the things I love is actually experimenting with, with new materials and and you know failing. Oh, yeah. And when things don't go wrong or don't go right, it's fine because you know you, you learn something. And so it's like XP towards your your next like mastery, your next skill up is like yeah. Right you just gotta keep feeling, man. Yeah. Um, God, there's so many tips. I don't know where should I start. Like, I'm really bad at, at just babbling. Well, about. I mean, do you? We could always do the other one if you want to save that for a longer episode. Let's, yeah, let's. Um. So, like, uh, thinking back, I guess to the stuff you cosplayed at, what's one franchise that you really, really love in terms of like its design? Or I guess like the setting or the story or even the character design, like stuff like that. I totally get it. I'm thinking, um, gosh, and you know, there's so many that I love for different reasons. Um, and I'm a fantasy girl. Um, I love Diablo. 
I love the lore. I love the gothic kind of really elaborate architecture and the armor design. Everything's unique and elaborate. And, you know, I'm all about those crazy details. So I see that and I'm drawn to that as a creator. Like how... How did that character get that armor? How how was it made? What are, what purpose does that design serve? I mean, that's something that I could think about for days because of the Diablo armor designs. They're all oh, so beautiful, yeah. and I think in terms of um, like aesthetic, uh, Diablo wins hands down and that's one that i'm always going to revisit because i love the games and i love um i i just love the the visuals it's so fun um yeah no it was fun to play when i finally when i finally dipped into it on the ps or i got the ultimate edition that was that was a lot of fun i played at the wizard because i'm a magic boy and it was it was a lot of fun yeah wizards are fun i play uh i play a witch doctor and a barbarian the most um i love my barbarian i just love twirling around endlessly and just smashing everything it's so fun (laughs) it's so fun um i also love the easter eggs they put a lot of really funny easter eggs in right um, I wish I could think of one off the top of my head, but there's just some really great like pop culture references that you have to like really pay attention to when you get loot or when you go into a room. Yeah, um, it's really funny. So yeah, Diablo forever, and I'll be making a lot more Diablo stuff in the future. All right, tons of it. Um, just thinking at the top of my head. Yeah. Um, unless, unless that passion project you mentioned before <laughs> is is it? I mean, do you have like a dream cosplay that you'd want to do as far as something when i say dream when i say dream cosplay i mean like you have unlimited money oh shit what would you make Uh, wouldn't that be nice oh my gosh um what would what would leah make that is such a good question if i had unlimited space and unlimited money um i would make asmodan from diablo 3 um he's like you know he's kind of like ergot in his shape he's got like the massive legs and he's a big fat bald disgusting demon dude i want to make him and i want to wear him to like (laughs) walmart or something yeah (laughs) um if i had unlimited like realistically like i want to make diablo for sure I want to actually, because I mean, just transform Diablo like, into something. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have, you have like the main character, Leah, who is actually possessed by Diablo. So how cool would it be for this Leah to become Diablo? It just kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. No, that'd be intense. I mean, it's, yeah. it's part of the lore. So I pretty much have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I think that'll be like my, my, my big goal. If I ever make enough um, doing this to actually like, you know, put a lot of money aside for it. Right. I want to do a really good one with like robotics and, you know, special effects and all kinds of shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> but my I thing, think- it has to be perfect. It can't be like, uh, you know, Oh, it's good enough. It has to be like, actually like, you know, 20 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it might be a while but we'll, I'll, I'll keep dreaming i'll keep dreaming keep dreaming <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think for me it would have to be either a personal favorite set 
that I have for my Buddha Paladin back when I would say, <gasps> wow. Yes! Or you can do it. Don't 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 give me ideas. I'm oh, trying no, to... I'll give you ideas. No, you 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 will do or, it. Or or um or a um Kane Highwind from Final Fantasy Four, his design from the city of Final Fantasy fighting games. Like I'm just like I just want to be a fucking dragoon, man. Like they're all there. Badass. Job that armor is in- so thick. I've actually seen it. Um, people have made it uh, at like I think Anime Expo is where I saw the dragoon armor, and it was like I've seen some too, and I'm just like, oh, my dream. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I believe in you. I believe in you. It- it's doable. Um, and it's doable. I just don't have the money or the time right now. Yeah, I know. I- Gosh. Ain't it the truth? That's 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 honestly it. Like if I had unlimited money and a bunch of free time, I I do it. But just yeah. I've got stuff going on right now, so now right. now, now, now. and it sucks because adulting is like it's just one of those things that we have to do. And uh, yeah, possibly you can say what you will about it, but for for someone like me. Um, it's still very much a hobby, and it's something that I I wish I could do, you know, um, with yeah. unlimited funds. But we Prop- we gotta take care of ourselves. I, I got bills, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Props to those that and can I'm do sure. this for a living, like. Oh yeah, you got I mean, it made. How much work? Yeah, exactly. yeah it, it is a lot of work. You know, that's that's the thing is like you don't want to bring yourself out uh, to the point where um, it stops being fun, and I think that's where. I'm at right now. I don't want to say like I'm burned out, but I I got to a point after ECC where I was just like I, I was tired. I'm tired, yeah. like drained. You took and, some Leah time. Yeah, Leah time is awesome. I I have, <laughs> so I'm taking a little bit of break and I'm, I'm watching movies and I'm catching up on video games and podcasts and I'm just loving it and I can't wait to get back into it. But you definitely need to like you know, know your limits and, and take time for yourself and don't burn yourself out because then it stops yeah. being fun. And that's the whole point is to have fun. And if you're not having fun anymore, like why the hell are you doing it? You're doing it, it wrong. You're doing it wrong. There is a wrong way to cosplay, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you better have fun or else. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think this is a pretty damn good place to end. Unless okay. you got other stuff to add. Um, what, what should I add? Um, 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 I actually, yeah, I can, can I plug my, my shitty little Etsy store now? I'm well, actually selling props. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's the next part. We're going to, like, oh, close okay. it out. So, first of all, first of all, before we do that, you know, one of me did, I'm going to get the format, like, memorized to a T. So, I forgot to mention my lovely patron's who are subscribed to me on Patreon. Oh, um, Coralia yeah. Jade, Cat Youth the Moonbox, Mink the Seder, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah, Shaylin, and Jean. Oh My Sophie. Oh My Sophie! I'm such a fan of Sophie. Hi, Sophie. I love you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, guys, for pledging me on Patreon. It means a lot. And um, you can follow, again, my Patreon, which is free. But if you free. pledge... If you pledge, I can send you stickers. And oh, that's and... how stickers. What? Wow. I didn't. I didn't know there were stickers, dude. 
Yes, oh you God. get stickered, and then through um, subsequent month, you uh, become immortalized into my blog at the end of every blog post. Like, you'll have a link, like, a sh basically a shout-out, and I can link you to either your Patreon or your, like, your most huge social media site, but um, Sold. there's that. There's the podcast, which you can keep following, um, and my Lightning Palace blog, and there are subsequent uh, Instagram and Twitter accounts. And as for the next episode, I kind of stopped doing this just because um, life gets in the way and guests are unable to commit at, like, they're just like miscommunication or they just can't make it. So what I will say, I'll take a shot in the dark, is that next month for May, I have Carlibra, Introventus, and Mink the Seder planned oh, nice. to be on the show. So look forward to that. And Leah, what do you want to plug? Um, I want to plug all my social media that I'm not updating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Art. You can find me on Facebook at LSTVO. And you can find me on Etsy at Props because I don't, I, I'm really bad at, you know, consolidating. So I, I have like a different name for everything. But um, yeah, I, um, I'm going to get back into it soon. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, I have Twitter too, but no, I don't really ever use it because I'm really bad. Um, yeah, but my you Twitter don't, is, you don't really use it. You don't. I don't want to try. Like I, uh, it's a lot. There's so many like platforms, and I'm just I just don't want to go to bed, man. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Damn All right. Yeah. Having me, this is fun. Yeah, no, all my love to you, Leah, for being on the show with me. You did a fantastic job. And oh, I hope I hope you guys all enjoyed listening to the today's episode. And yeah, stay tuned for the next one. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Yay, bye. <laughs>